What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Marion, with Intuitive Minds Podcast. And today's guest, we have the massive host, King Flexa. How you doing today, man? Yo, what's up, man? I'm glad to be here. Yeah, glad to have you, man. So how's everything going with this COVID? How you handling everything? Oh, man, silver linings all day, man. You know, during time when, when you can't control stuff, then it's up to you to just dig a, dig a little deeper within yourselves to mm-hmm. uncover the blessings and the beautiful parts to this. Because remember, in all chaos, is any anything that has a chaotic, chaotic thing happening in the world, there's always a silver line out of it, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. You're either going to so learn I, from it or tumble yeah. from it. Right. You know, but... Uh, Give us a breakdown of who King Flexa is. How how did he get to where he is and where did it all start? Oh, I'm a Brooklyn kid. I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Jamaican parents, so I'm West Indian. So that 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 culture raised me to the man that I am today. Um, you know, just understanding the um, hard work and 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 dedication and education. So that my mom really instilled in me and my my siblings. I have an older brother that's a lawyer in New York nice. and um yeah my sister uh she just became a midwife so she's in the medical field delivering babies okay. so yeah okay. so it's a, so it's a blessing and um at 17 uh, I I went on to Morgan State University mm-hmm. in Baltimore Maryland and yeah. that's what brought me to the DMV area in general like that's what got me out of New York specifically and at Morgan I served as Mr. Morgan State University yes. during mm-hmm. during my yeah, during my senior year, um, which was a real beautiful time because that's the first time. I always say that that was the first time that I um, really rep- really realized and represented something bigger than, than myself, you know. So mm-hmm. it was really a time to realize that uh, heavy is the head that wears the crown. And that's right, real, yeah. Yeah, that's when the real work starts. So after serving as, as, as Mr. Morgan, I earned my bachelor's degree in social work. And then mm-hmm. I heard that there was an advanced standing program where you could get your master's degree in social work mm-hmm. in just one in just one year at Morgan. So I was like, oh shoot. And then and that's why mentorship is so important and, and just sharing knowledge and sharing what you know because uh, it was my 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 mentor, Mr. James. Shout out to Mr. Michael Cortez nice. James. Yeah, no, nah, that man right there. Or like he 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 didn't have to tell me that, and I would have been one degree less. Like, which ain't a problem, but it's almost like if you it, all he, all he did was mention it, and then I went ahead and I actually did it and completed it. So, like for him to see that happen on just him just saying it, it was just a beautiful moment, and, and I always cherish that. So, when I, so I had two degrees at the age of twenty two, and then and then I just stayed at Morgan for a couple of years, right. a couple of years because they offered me a retention coordinator position in the school of social work where basically, basically it's like, uh, it's like a guidance counselor, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, keeping students in school keeping and students, helping them with they, with their schedules and whatnot. Yeah. So I did that for three years and then life just changed overnight. Oh yeah. By the way, all this time at Morgan, I discovered my hosting abilities by, right, you know, hosting yeah. parties and concerts mm-hmm. and, fashion shows and step shows for the greeks and yeah we're gonna get to all that we're gonna get to all that yeah yeah so so um yeah that's that sums it up yeah that pretty much you know i mean that that's that's a bulk of it yeah right right yeah right and then so now going back to growing up in brooklyn now give us a little bit of because a lot of people that i know have never been to new york me fortunately i have i've lived in harlem i've lived in queens i lived in Manhattan. So I know I'm very fully, and my favorite spot is Harlem. Dope. Hands, hands down, the culture, everything. Now, Dope. 
But but women, I go to Brooklyn for. Ah. See what I mean? Yeah. So you yeah. know what I mean? The Brooklyn women, you know, I'm an uptown boy with so much flavor, that type of that type of vibe. I see. Right, you. you know what I mean? So now growing up in Brooklyn, in your give us your experience in your neighborhood and your well, well, my experience as a kid in Brooklyn, I, I mean, I was born in Brownsville, so that, and that's still to date one of the one of the most impoverished areas mm-hmm. in in New York as a whole. Like, right. it's not being gentrified at all. I just was home a couple months ago to check my mom because she's still in Brooklyn in Canarsie, which is where I grew up. Majority of my my young years was in mm-hmm. Canarsie, Brooklyn. And uh, for me, I mean, I, I grew up in the church, so for real. Like we we ain't we ain't go to no you know crazy parties or anything as as a teenager and all that. I mean, we right. always did stuff that was attached to either the church or like school friends that my mom trusted because my mom mm-hmm. was very very being Jamaican. You know, she don't play that, so right. it's kind of like <laughs> yeah yeah nah she don't. So and we learned that quick. And and one thing one thing one thing that that's really real yo is as a kid we not understanding why like we really think our parents are the enemy. Right. When now, when we really look back and put our mind back into that, I'm like, yo, only if I super listen to yeah. that, like, mm-hmm. or only if, yeah. So it's just, just a beautiful thing to see. But, 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 growing it's, up in Brooklyn for me, it, it was, it was smooth, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I had friends on different sides, like East New York. I spent a lot of time in East New York because my best friend, he lives in East New York. He lived in over there. My guy sister, she lives in, um, uh, she was living in Vanderveer Projects. In um over there in like flat Flatbush area, so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm pretty 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 well rounded with the city. Yeah, I mean, and then like you mentioned, you grew up in a very like tight knit household. Like everything is that that's what pretty is that what got you to be so involved in in the in the when you got involved in college to get yeah in? yeah for sure yeah when, like I, I I got a real tight family, you know what I'm saying as far as especially the immediate four I mm-hmm. like to call it, which is my mom, my mm-hmm. brother, myself, and my sister. Like we, 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 we just tight, like as far as we, we understand each other and, and we have certain values that we're not willing to compromise for a temporary fix, if you will, you know what I'm saying? Right. Or like a, a temporary vibe. Nah, we, we, we really playing the legacy game out here. We we're, we're playing the last name going to mean something for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, mm-hmm. that's how we live in. So I took that with me to Morgan immediately. Like I knew, I knew I couldn't bug out at Morgan cause my right. mom, well, and 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 because I totally understood the investment aspect to life, meaning right. that this wasn't just oh I gotta go to school because that's the right thing to do after yeah. you graduate from high. It was more so mom's just paying like it was bread. And yeah. when I saw the ten thousand dollar check just getting handed, like and we talking oh five, so that's when you yeah. know money's still. You're like yo, damn, that's a lot of bread for school, yeah. and. Uh, so I'm not going to waste that just to have a fun time. I could go back to Brooklyn and just have a fun time. No, I'm here right. to handle business. But I was serious about the entertainment and hosting aspect because it just came natural to me. So I made sure that as I was hosting all, all these events and all of that, that my schoolwork was taken care of. I never bugged out. Like my my average GPA all four years in undergrad was like a 3.4, 3.3. Nice. 3, 3. Yeah, and I, I always say this science, yo. I'm the type where... And this is just me, and it might apply to some people, and it might not. But right. who it does, who it does take me, you know what I'm saying, is the fact that, yo, I don't need a 4.0 if my social life is going to be jeopardized. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can't, you can't, 
Like what we learn in a book, we could reread one day, right? Yep. But what we're not going to ever mm-hmm. be able to do is recreate mm-hmm. a memory that we have with somebody on the yard or at this event. Now nah, I got it now because I got. So that's why I just found my balance. And and like I to your question about if my family instilled that, yes. So so I, I got all of that from just my family bond that. Yo, even if you want to do what you want to do, mm-hmm. you got to make sure that you're doing what you have to do in the same. If you can't balance the two, then you got to you got to you got to pick. But I was yeah. able to balance being able to go to school and get the education and be, make sure my grades is up to par for mom mm-hmm. so that she could stay out my ass. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, and then and then but I I really 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 felt like you have yo, to respect I, it. I, yeah, I could do this whole, I could do this personality because I do it anyway. So what? Where? Where do I start? And that's when I started fluctuating TV. But that's a whole right. other. That's, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Story. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now you mentioned the 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 you mentioned like what if what if uh, earlier, uh, and that's where we as kids, like you said, fail. You know what I mean? We grow up with a lot of what ifs. Right. And our parents look at us and like you dumbass. Like I told your ass you shouldn't have done that. And then, but from that, I feel like stems a learning point. You know, right. I mean? you're either going to learn right. from it or you're going to stumble from it. And then also, was it different for you, like jumping from from the, from the from Brooklyn type of vibe to the DMV area? Because those are two different vibes. Yeah, you know I mean? definitely two different vibes, kid. But what I would say is the fact that yo, yes, like totally different vibes. However, my style, like my, who I am, because I'm so in tune with me, like with who I. I, you take me out of the environment, I'm still going to walk energy-wise and in my gut and everything as far as where I'm coming from. But right. in my my science, for real, whenever going to somebody else's backyard, if you will, meaning the DMV, oh, I'm going to Baltimore with it, is not to behave as if, oh, it's takeover time or something. You right. really got yeah. you really got to respect and move accordingly other people's soil. Yeah, like, that's right, a yeah. real thing. And I ain't even talking from, like, a street aspect. I know that mm-hmm. that's a whole nother, like, avenue. Oh, of yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm I'm not out here slinging drugs, so it's not that I'm looking for that kind of G-pass. But when I came out to Morgan, to Baltimore, I really, really, really realized that, yo, you can't, especially because this is a city that is known to not like to not like New York strangers. Yep. It, yeah. And, it, it, yeah it, and New Yorkers especially. Yep. New Yorkers specifically because it's just because New York. You know why? Because I'm a fair New York. I'm a fair New Yorker, mm-hmm. which is the fact that New Yorkers we tend to and there's a nice large population of New Yorkers that tend to go to other people's areas of where they um you know live and where they're from mm-hmm. and and send. And and real boastish um, kind of come off obnoxious. It could come off like the the world starts and stops in New York. Yeah, and I, I've had friends like that that I've had to say, "Yo, you know, you the best thing you could do is go and get get exposed to some shit because you're really missing out on the fruits of like some other real dope cultures in in just America alone. I ain't even talking overseas yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother." deal of motivation and influence mm-hmm. on on a positive level but america you know cats be leaving new york and go to baltimore and end up getting killed and or like real like losing their lives because mm-hmm. they wanted to yo yo i'm from brooklyn you know that don't that don't got no that, weight <laughs> down there what does that mean yeah so i never understood that i remember because I, I remember driving uber and right. i remember taking this lady from virginia Mm-hmm. to baltimore but it was downtown baltimore 
Also, oh, like in the harbor, like the in the harbor, by the yeah. water, right? Yeah, like, and I'm telling you, the neighborhoods during the day quiet as fuck. Nobody right. is outside. I said, I got to get the fuck out of here because this is not my territory. I, my license plate says Virginia. I'm in a neighborhood that I'm not known. I'm getting the fuck out of here because nobody yeah. else. What's the point in lollygagging and losing your life mm-hmm. over, mm-hmm. over just trying to be? It's a pride thing, but that's what I've learned. If we're if we're still on the New York topic, let me say this, yo. And like, I really, it really, really, because I went to I went to elementary, junior high, and high school in Brooklyn. So mm-hmm. that deems me a Brooklyn kid, right? Right. I'm not. I wouldn't. I would. I honestly wouldn't consider myself a Brooklyn man because I became a Morgan man. That's where I became when I went to more. And then after Morgan is when life really, really started. So I just say that to say, as a Brooklyn kid, yo, like, you, it will behoove you to make more allies than enemies when it comes to when you're out of town and, and you have to function out of town. Like, I used to be on campus at Morgan with friends that are from New York that I met at Morgan, though. So, of course, we click up on some, oh, you from New York? Oh, you from, oh, all right, cool. Right, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, bro, for real, for real. I, if, if if it wasn't me, I would still say, yo, let me tell you what this is. Bro, I, it's two totally different ways of moving, bro. Mm-hmm. When it comes to how I was moving, opposed to how some of my friends at the mm-hmm. time was moving. Mm-hmm. And it's just and it's just a thing where, yo, you was told, yo, yo, it does you're not gonna gain nothing. It's not gonna be conducive for your yep. existence. Mm-hmm. And even and you know another thing, yo, I always thought after the fact. I mean, I always think. Yeah, I'm here at Morgan now, but I want these relationships to last 10, 15 years from now. And some of my friends used to be like, yo, why are you thinking that far? Like, just like, I bet. And I and think, now, honestly. And, and, and guess what? We 10, 15 years since, and Morgan still pulls my phone the whole yeah, shit. Yeah, and but honestly, keep going. Keep honestly, going. <laughs> honestly, I think that comes stems from the neighborhoods that you grew up in as well. Because I'm from Albania, and I've said this like three episodes in a row to where right. in Albania, there's neighborhoods. And each neighborhood mm-hmm. is for itself. Right. You know what I mean? So I can totally get the 15 years of 20 years trying to hold the friendship that long because some I know some people that I grew up with in Albania until this day. I still talk to them. And that was yeah. 20 years ago. Bro, and that's real because you're real recognized, real. Like, mm-hmm. and, and guess what? Let me guess. Y'all don't have to talk every day. That's not important. Right. Y'all are, right? You know what I'm saying? And, but that's another thing is that sometimes... Um, we get caught up in making our lives be dictated by uh, and dependent on like friendships and whatnot like that. And it's really, and yes, friendships are important. And, you know, they're good for the soul when you find a good friend and what, right. but you, there's a, there's a generation out here that it's a, it's a make or break for their life. If their friend is mad at them right now, mm-hmm. or, or yo, I ain't hear from you in a minute. That, yo, we all living like, we all trying to get it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's on it, on, to, on, on, a, on a mission out here. So mm-hmm. now I just say that to say, bro, like, yeah, when I got to Morgan, I took a lot of my Brooklyn qualities with me, but I yeah. also knew which, I also knew which ones to leave at the door. Yeah. So there's a, there's a science to that, bro. And, and it shows now because, like I said, I, like I graduated in 2009 or 2010. That's 10 years ago. So, oh, shit. This was gonna be my yo. This was gonna be my ten year for grad school. Oh, <laughs> Crazy. this would have been just my, realized that. I just, no, no, I swear because I'm not even in the homecoming spirit because outside not open with the vibe. Yeah, so I just say that. Just, but you know, it's crazy. Morgan's homecoming is this Saturday, which is crazy. Well, mm-hmm. was gonna be. It was gonna be. So mm-hmm. I just I'm in, I'm in that zone right now 
mentally starting to think of HBCUs and talking to you right now yeah, got me yeah. got me really jogging. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's the beauty. Like, that's the beauty about this podcast. It, it a lot of people catch themselves off guard. It's like, wait a minute, where the fuck did you find that? And damn, you just brought me way back. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they send me a text the next morning, like, yo, I thought about that shit we talked about for like a couple more hours. I was like, that's the beauty. Right. And then that means I did my job. <laughs> right as a host you right. know what i mean so right but all day. you know but i mean i could talk that neighborhood stuff all day long because i completely understand it like knowing the same people for so many years and then having to transition to because i remember i come from a third world country and then i go to virginia right oh i felt like Big the suburbs difference. the suburbs to me were like what is this fairyland and why do people keep constantly moving from place to place. Why can't you? Right. Like, I had to constantly make new friends. It was a different culture shock for you. You ain't mm-hmm. understanding it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay because you are only exposed to what you're exposed to. And that's respect, you know? Mm-hmm. And everybody got to respect that. You, you have to. And it's like, I grew up a lot faster than the people that I went to high school with in, in Virginia. Completely. Right. You know what I mean? Because I, I was exposed to, to, to guns at a very young age. I was exposed to the whole bums in the street at a very young age, you know, because it's a crooked country. So you're exposed to all of that at once. Mm -hmm. And then come in here, it's like, wow, I'm in like heaven right now. What is this? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like homeowners association coming to cut your lawn? Like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, shoot. I get a service for somebody to come and make sure that my lawn is up to standard. (laughs) Yeah, wait, what? I have a mailbox? You know what I mean? Like, so it's... It's crazy. But, but, you, but you know what's dope about that, yo? The, what's dope about that is the art of discovery in that moment is discover is that your brain now took in a different picture mm-hmm. that you never saw or felt or an emotion that you never felt before, which is wait, mm-hmm. I the mail comes and to me and I just walk outside and open this little right. Yeah, and right. They, oh, that's an amazing moment, yo. Like mm-hmm. those are moments that should be framed and etched in our brains and spirits forever, mm-hmm. bro. Like that's a, the discovery of something new. It's almost like a newborn coming out of the mother's stomach. Exactly. It's, it's literally the first air, like taking air of the earth. Like that's special, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now moving forward to now rocking you, you rocked a lot of venues in the DMV throughout the years. What are some yeah. of your favorite spots in the DMV <laughs> area that you like particularly go to and like to rock out? Hands down, the park at 14th, that's family. Nice. That's, that's, that's a place that, that not just because like I've hosted a, a lot of big events there and weekly events there, but the fact of how they treat their employees and the customers more importantly, meaning like Mark Barnes and that whole staff, they mm-hmm. really, really, really pride themselves on customer service and the food is immaculate. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. like, let's, but then as the food is immaculate, the person that's bringing it out to you, they're well, well, well mannered. They're, they're out like they're, they're, their presentation is just right. dope. And presentation is, is, is a, in a lot of cases, almost everything. So uh, I just say the park at 14th for sure. Then you got places like the Rose bars of the world, the which is bar, yeah. yeah, like that outside deck ain't nothing like, and that, that place, that place, they they definitely should get credit, heavy credit for being the first. If not the first, they're amongst the first class of day parties when it comes to not not DC specifically, but from a the booming aspect of it. Meaning where it went national, everybody knows um, about this day party. Like to be honest, a lot of times people say that DC started the day party, but then some others 
say that uh, Charlotte, Charlotte during CIAA. Yeah, I remember having is, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, that's a real, that's a real little debate. That's good. That's kind of fun in the culture. Like, yo, who, who started these day parties? When you think about it, and to and what's always what city is always in the conversation, mm-hmm. top of mind is DC. Um, for some reason, which really it makes me proud, but it also makes me go, damn. So not the LA's of the world, or yeah. I, I, I know I know New York is in that flavor. It has more like happy hours and yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> but but I was like, damn, DC. But then somebody, uh, my, my my partner, Quicksilver, DJ Quicksilver, he told me Shout one time, Quicksilver. He was like, yo, he was like, yo, nah, it was CIAA like 15, 20 years ago, like the the, the day party aspect at the epicenter. So, but we'll see. But uh, Rose Bar for the day party. That um, but but and the thing with DC is the, the spots be coming and going, but the the legacy spots that really stand apart. Yeah, like Dream team. Dream Club. Oh yeah, and that, that was Mark Barnes' spot too. Dream yeah. and Love. Yeah, love, yeah. Yep. And then yeah, Echo. I think Echo's still there. Echo's yeah. still there, right there next to Stadium. Echo's oh, there. and shout out to Stadium. You know, because yeah. honestly, I didn't really go out as much in DC, like to go clubbing and stuff like that. I didn't begin my life until I moved to New York at twenty two. It'd be like that. You playing a game of golf? It's you against you. Yeah. So you started so, when you started, and that's yeah, a lot. So I mean, <laughs> and another thing that DC has that no other place has, logo music. Oh yeah, and it's the official. It's the official. Mm-hmm. Um, music, it's the official music of the city now. So yeah. like, like it was for the culture. The culture knew what time it was, and mm-hmm. even out of towners know what time it know what time it is when it comes to that logo music. But now legally, it is legislated that. Yeah. Google music is the official music of Washington, D.C. That's big. You gotta also, I forgot his name, who, um, like, Beyonce's Crazy in Love has a go-go vibe in it because it has go-go drums in it. Oh, does it? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, what's his name? Rich something, Richard, whoever produced it. Okay. Uh, Yeah, it's like the go-go, so it's like crazy. Her first single had go-go vibe into it, but I feel like people miss that. It's like you don't know, okay. go in there. It's like, and I understand why. It's like because I didn't know at the time that it was only a DC thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hearing the go go is like, what's go go? I'm like, go go's. I'm like, oh shit! Like they're not. It, it, it's still kind. It still kind of is a DC thing, but it, it it has ventured out to your to your like down south, like to the, like the Car- definitely like yeah. Virgin- Virginia and the Carolinas. They bump yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but it, it's still just it, it is still kind of just centralized in DC. Like you can't play you can't play go go records in LA yeah. and and people are just rocking. The only people you're gonna see rocking is two people. Either people that are actually no, from, from DC yeah. Yeah. or they they they've been there and they know what it does yep. in DC. You know and what I'm saying? You, That's a, you also had A Marie. Mm-hmm. She, it's this one thing that got me tripping. Yep. It's this one thing. Yeah. So that's that was produced by I don't think it was Chuck Chucky Thompson, who's from DC, no. by the way. Yep, but yep. it was somebody that produced it. And it got that, it got a it got a serious OD go-go influence on that record. That's I think it's the same producer for Crazy in Love. There you go. There you I go. I think it's the same. That's why I was like, y'all not here. And then when A Marie came out, I was like, that's the sound I'm talking about. That's the Bobo oh, yeah. sound right there. Because it's plain. It's, it's like plain right there. That mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, and then uh, the, the, the godfather of Gogo passed away recently. Uh, Chuck Brown. Rest in Chuck peace Brown, to the godfather. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, I was probably the only white kid that rocked Gogo in my school. There's nobody. Oh, wow. 
Oh. They just couldn't. They just couldn't vibe with them. I'm like, yo, you, because I love hip hop. It's just me. It's like anything right. hip hop, anything that involves that culture. I'm like, I love it. You know what I mean? So right. I grew up listening to like, uh, um, I came to America in 2000, so I grew up listening to like Nas, uh, Big L. Oh my god, that's my favorite rapper. That's yeah, that's my favorite rapper yeah. as well too. You know what that's I mean? That's crazy. <laughs> Big L, Nas, Guru from Gangstar, Big Pun. Dope. Very New York. Mob Deep, probably. Mob Deep, yep. Capone Noriega, and then uh, Naughty by Nature. I could take it back to Big Daddy Kane. So, like, Damn, oh, you're going to rock him and them? Rock him and them, yep. You know, you also mm-hmm. have uh, Cool G Rap, and then watching the beef tapes. The, oh, know, man. You know what I mean? The so legendary like, beef joint. Mm-hmm. Bring it back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're taking it back. Way back, you know what I mean? So, And then you mm-hmm. had the end one basketball. So all of this culture, just like, that was the first culture I was appealed to. Now, moving on, besides hosting, you're also an ambassador for Sean Combs Enterprises in the D.C. area. How did that come about? Oh, well, it was, by the way, because well, due to COVID. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it as far as the the tenure that I was with mm-hmm. um, Combs Enterprises Blue Flame Agency. But... Um, I just wanted to just just right. for clarity for the for, mm-hmm. for the context, you know. Yeah, for the that right. was. Yeah, yeah. But it's a beautiful thing. Like that's family, man. Uh, that came about in 2013 when I was working at Morgan, uh, the retention coordinator. I, I got a phone call from Kareem Latif. Shout out to the big homie Kareem Latif, who who's currently working with Martel and Avion and those guys over there right. doing their thing. He, he called me and. He was like, yo, because he's in the spirits world and, and he was working for the distributor at the time, I think, or the supplier, either one. But he was he was plugged in heavy working in that industry and and for that brand. And he was like, yo, you, you ever thought? And unfortunately, um, Gary Richards passed away a couple yeah. years prior to that, who was Ciroc Nation. He was the first like official Ciroc boy, Ciroc anything like mm-hmm. from a from the Twitter aspect at the time when Puff, so anything that, that Puff was trying to put out there from a Ciroc messaging standpoint yeah. came, came, came from this man's handle on, on Twitter. So, and, so he passed away, unfortunately. Then of course they, they, you know, they grieved for about six to eight months or something like that. And then they opened up the floor again, to open up business to say, yo, mm-hmm. we need this DC ambassador now. Like we're now we need that. We still need, you know, things to get going. And a bunch of people going for it, rightfully so, you know, promoters and, and personality, whatever. There's right, anybody right. in the anybody in the culture that feels like they could rep this brand, they definitely was going for it. Me, I ain't paid too much mind at all, to be honest, because I was just in my, I'm always in my own bubble and whatever, right. get, whatever, <laughs> whatever, I'm like, a, like literally, like meaning whatever attracts to me, then I'm going to embrace it full throttle and you not, you're not going to be disappointed that you were attracted right over here but and if it's one thing or one person i'll take it if it's one million i'll take it as well but i'm gonna treat both the same because there's value in that right right of course so anyway and he calls me and says yo you know they looking for an ambassador and i said oh a word and he said well i'm calling you because i think you would be grateful you you thinking about you would you think about going for it i said ah and i was real honest about yo that's uncharted territory i mean gary was Mm -hmm. He was, he was let, like, he, he was the, I'm not trying to, um, you were not trying to spill that truth. No, nah, right. I said that, that's like a uncharted territory. I don't even want to touch that was ground. And he was like, no, 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 but think about it. You, you're not a promoter. You're, you're an entertainer, you're a host, you're a personality. Right. So you're not, you're not biased to just one venue or one promoted promotional team or what you really are the glue for every avenue of the, of the entertainment world. 
And I was like, damn, I ain't really looking at it like you. He's like, nah, for real, like, you should go for it. Mm-hmm. So I took it. I was like, all right, I'll go for it and see. And mind you, I'm 25, man. I'm the, I'm the mm-hmm. young and just, I'm chilling. I'm okay with my $40,000, $45,000 job, I think. <laughs> at that was. age, yeah. And more, yeah, and more, and more. And, I'm, and, I'm and you're going to college. No, no, I already finished college. Oh, yeah, but oh, now yeah that's, I, right, that's right, that's right. But now I'm working with the retention mm-hmm. um, the retention team. Shout out to Dr. Mfume, formerly Dr. McMillan. That's, that's my girl, man. That's my lady. Gave me the opportunity to be a retention coordinator. And and like I said, I, I was cool with that. $40,000, $45,000. I'm 23, 24 years old, sailing that out, 25 now. Boom, boom. And I'm, I'm like, yo, this is sweet. But then here go this opportunity to work for one of my icons like that my whole family knows yeah. that puff puff was a i mean i i know that he's a huge inspiration to million yeah. but everybody that's in my my little world they know that i used to change my my player name in the basketball games on like ha. um xbox to puff that like when you could create a player with yep. puffy mm-hmm. or whatever so i just said that to say this was like a crazy call to even get like yo you should go for it and i was like All right, let me just go for it because i'm just wanting to say Yo, maybe he sees something in me that I, you know, after two weeks and not in a nine-step process, um, I got it. At 25 years old, I became yeah. the youngest, the youngest person yep. that Puff has ever hired. At that point, I don't know about now or since then, but at that point, I was the youngest that he put on a on a certain level of responsibility when it comes to his brands and and and, and his business, his empire. So, mm-hmm. so it was a heavy responsibility. A lot of people thought that, oh shoot, yeah, you made it now, yo yo yo, you put nah, you slept. Nah. Uh, nah, this is when you know the work actually about to start now. Like the work ain't the work ain't even start. Like this was that was the pregame of even getting in in the room. But now that I'm in the room, now I now I got I, I got I that gotta work show to up. Do. Yeah, and, that, and that's all I know, and and it goes back to my family, how they, what they've instilled yeah. in me, and growing up in the church, and mm-hmm. then my discipline at Morgan, and all of, all of this was leading up to this moment to take on this heavy responsibility for such a mogul, I'm like Sean Combs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's and I, and I did it, man. Seven years, I did seven, it for seven yeah. years. I mean, yeah. he's he's not. And a, a lot of people say if you could survive Puff for one year, yeah, one or two years, you're you're a you're a, you're a monster. But if you do okay. seven, seven is unheard okay. of. Seven was, is unheard of. I was gonna say because I've interviewed people here that have worked with Puff before, and it's like working with Puff is championship time. You ain't. Nah, it's big, bro. You it, ain't. It really, it really molded and 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 prepared me for what I would like to believe. This is just my opinion. What I would like to believe. Anything that that God that God blows my way, whatever God blows my way. I know is meant for me to take take it on head on mm-hmm. and, and kill it and kill it every time. That's hasn't crazy. filled me yet. That theory hasn't filled me yet. So I really know for a fact that yeah, it was just my it was my time, man. It was my and it was my man. time to work. Man, give any like favorite moments, any favorite parties doing this, like with. Oh my god, man! Like I know you have like a bunch. Yo, you know which one really stands out? If we if we if we stay on the puff aspect to to this whole thing, mm-hmm. it was was it Howard Homecoming or? Be- oh, he's always. Oh no 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 those. no! Right right right! But this one was I'm trying to think. Oh, this was Bad Boy Family Reunion Tour when, mm. when, when I think it was 2016 or 2016 mm-hmm. 20, 20, or something. 20, 15, 2015, 2016, yeah. Right, right. It bled into it was like a two year joint. Like it bled yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah. Point is, point is, um, when it when it came to DC, of course, um, you know, I was on I was on site for everything that needed to be handled as far as 
the Ciroc being um, present on site in the green rooms and making sure Puff is is good and he got everything he needs. The whole team is because when here go the thing in the, in, the, in this industry is that in that line of work specifically being an ambassador for Brenner. Yeah, you the you the man or whatever. If you want to look at it like that, quote unquote, like meaning right. you're the guy, you're the guy for this right. guy. Meaning I'm, I'm the I'm the. If somebody got a question or a concern or whatever when it comes to any of Puff's anything in DC, then they got they talk to me first, mm-hmm. and then I move it up the chain. But the point is, in that is that I I I, I was just always focused on doing a, a great job. So here goes the thing: when it was recognized. Is to answer your question as far as one of my favorite or standout. Yo, it was Bad Boy Family reunion until after party at the park where we all got on our jerseys and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, our Bad Boy jerseys with the Biggie Smalls on the back, the yellow, bright yellow joints. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, a bunch of us got those on. So it's just real family-ish. It's real, it's real tied, tied in type vibe. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you got Kenny Burns in town, the OG, and he's on the mic rocking. Mm-hmm. I'm rocking on the mic, quick silver spinning. It's a puff, French, French Montana, Little Kim, um, Allen Iverson. That's when Oof. me and him got real acquainted, and and from there, that's been that's been a big brother. Because at this point, me and AI have done like three or four things since then, as far as from a Reebok campaign aspect. Or like, or or from his brand aspect. So we we we've ran into each other enough times at the casino Dude. or some in the DMV to the point that he'd be like, "Yo, flag, yo, what?" The and we just kick it. So yeah, my my yeah, thing yeah. with that energy is I don't take these relationships. So it was that night and Puff, and I was about to say that I don't take these relationships for granted, but that's a whole other topic. But right. that <laughs> night, that night, Puff grabs me off the stage part of park, meaning it was like just a step up kind of platform thingy mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he he taps you on the back and he said oh come in come in i came down immediately of course i'm like what's up what's up boss what you need and he goes no 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 chill chill he said yo blah 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 so i go yo what i couldn't hear you and you already know a mogul like him he don't want to repeat himself so he goes yo nigga i said he's a nigga i said he said nigga i said you were because of course we in the club so it's so loud so yeah yeah he goes, yeah, yeah. He goes nigga i said you remind me of me when I when I was your age. I said, "What?" And I look, and my sister happened to my sister's there. My lady was there, yo. And, and my sister happened to because it from the outside looking in, fam. It, it looked like, yo, what they talking about? Because I've got the, the security around us, and it's mm-hmm. us right there in the middle of the mm-hmm. party, and everybody's on the couch. It's like, yo, yo. But I ain't know that until after the fact. My sister put me on, like, yeah, yeah. It looked like y'all was talking some serious shit. So. <laughs> My sister, being the, the mm. queen and the phenomenal person she is, she pulls out her um, her phone and she takes a couple pics of that moment. So I, if one of the pics is kind of, well, the only pic that makes sense is real. It's kind of blurry, and it's where Puff is screaming in my ear. But I love it because I love the fact of the artistry of the fact of it being blurry. Because in my mind, shit was blurry. Like, yo, this yeah. is fucking. This is nice. that, this this is the cat that. That, and that's just how I interpret things sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, I really couldn't believe it. And I'm, I kept a good energy in the, and like, in the moment. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, oh, oh that's love. Like, I appreciate that. that you don't know what to that. say. It's like, like, like oh, it's, it's tough daddy, bro, telling you that, that you, man, I knew all words to his records yeah. to do in talent shows at school mm-hmm. and at summer camp. And all. like, this was my real live icon, like legend. Mm-hmm. And here I am. Getting getting told by him 
that yo, you remind me of me when I was mm-hmm. your age. I'm like, wow. So I and uh, and guess what that did, fam? That makes me want to work even harder. harder you yep. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's a real big thing with me. And that's I, where people fuck up. People yeah, get comfortable off. That, people get no, comfortable off of comments. That moment cannot. That little je- that not 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 to say little je- that gesture yeah. can't have a huge impact on now your performance of what you're supposed mm-hmm. to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If anything, that should just give you fuel and recharge you to now know that you need to keep the fuck going. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Keep going. Mm-hmm. That that's what that's where people really mess up. Is that in that moment where somebody of his imagine that Puff Daddy telling you, yo, yo, I love what you're doing that, and you let that go to your head and think that, oh, now you could just kick back. Yeah, you're gonna kick back somewhere real, real lonely by yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, bro, because ain't yeah. nobody wants to be around a, a show off or somebody that thinks that they better than people. You gotta make everybody feel unified and, and feel on the same level. Mm-hmm. I just saw my man Reggie Sun, formerly known as Shorty the Prince out of St. Louis. I, fo- I just saw him post today a, a meme, worded meme joint that said, and, it, and it's relevant to, to, to what we're talking about right, right now. Right. It said, um, I have friends that, can't, that, that, get, that get paid $25 an hour. I got friends that can show me $25,000. Mm-hmm. You saw that joint? I did and see that. Said, and it said, I got friends that, 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 that can loan me $25. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. Something like that, right? But guess what? You gotta treat. They all matter, bro. Mm-hmm. And they all, and it, that, nothing gets treated better because the person that could show you the twenty five k right now doesn't. But if somebody's willing to lend lend you their last twenty five, that heart is of gold, bro. You mm-hmm. could trust that person with anything, no matter the 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 mm-hmm. the, the value of it. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I just say that to say is that 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 moment to answer go all the way back around to answering the question of. Moments that in DC that really stand out. I mean, there's any party, uh, but really that moment because I was like, wow. And oh, and at the right before that, we're coming from the actual show uh-huh. in front of in front of tens of thousands. Yeah, the, he. I'm just on the side making sure he's straight because we was doing a lot of like behind the scenes stuff and block, like mm-hmm. getting content. So I'm on the side of the stage, the the runway part of the stage where right. they walk into the crowd, but mm-hmm. only but only like you know the media can be right yeah. next to the like the in, photo pit in, almost right like, the pit. There you go. Okay. The pit. So I'm in the pit, but on the side part of the pit because this, this pit setup was front pit as well as on two two side pits. Okay. Left and right. Okay. Okay. Um, stage stage left, stage right. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm just standing there. We t- I'm chilling, chilling, chilling. I'm vibing to the music. It's and it's the closing of the of the show. It's missing you, missing you. I'll be missing you. So Puff doing his pop up. He coming down the runway. I'm jamming and jam. Me and him lock energies, and 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 we always talk about this. Is the fact of energies and frequencies is that we lock energies, and we felt a moment to where he goes, "Yo, I see you flex on the mic," and and reaches down and dap me. And one of my boys caught it from the stands. He caught it from the stands that exact moment. And guess what? Again. It's a little blurry, yeah. but I love it because yeah. I, it's archives of a moment where shit really got blood, where shit got real again for what I'm supposed to be doing on this world, uh-huh. in this world. So that moment I said, oh, shoot, next level activated, got more work to do. That's what happens in those moments. Yeah. With me. Mm-hmm. I don't be like, oh, shoot, yo, I hope somebody got that. Cause I gotta post that. I, I need a hundred likes. I need five hundred likes. I need yeah, 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 man, yeah. that shit is so corny, bro. Yeah. When I tell you the right, when you have the right people following you and liking, stuff, that's what matters. I feel not, like not, I feel not, like not, for not. 
for Instagram, for example, it's like, oh man, you only have certain followers. Like, yeah, but those aren't just followers. That don't matter, bro. Those aren't just followers. Those are quality people. Mm -hmm. If you want to talk followers, let's talk quality. Fuck a quantity. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And besides followers, fuck that. I want to meet you in person, get the vibe and build a relationship with you so that we can talk money when we wake up and then money when we go to sleep. Not just money. Not just, and don't forget this brother. Not just money, but mentality. Mentality as well. Yeah. Mentality, mentality is actually more valuable than mm-hmm. money. Because money is money gets printed every day. Mentality, right. mentality is lifetime. Mentality, yeah. mm-hmm. You it's know what I'm character. saying? Mm-hmm. But I know what you mean. I just, I just wanted to take it first. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. I, but I, I love, I love what like, you said. I love what yeah, you said. But it's, it's just the way the, the way the top, but I'm saying like the way that the, the way that they treat it, it's like money. Like, right. Uh, like I was watching uh, um 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 Drink Champs, and mm-hmm. they had uh, James Cruz on there. Oh, shout out to OG. Yeah, and that's James cool. said, mm-hmm. what the fuck is this get the bag? What the fuck is yeah. that? Get the bag. I want to get the bag. Fuck the bag. I want the Brinks trunk. Right. Right. You see that? Because guess what? The mental... Why would the why would the I want the Brinks truck that got like so many bags in it that yeah. I'll be forgetting what bags is in there. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's the that's the mentality, and it's just. But with that comes have to come morals and integrity because money. And, can, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. what can't be taught, bro. I mean, I mean, it can be, but but it's up to it's up to all of us to grasp it. For example, my my mom she instilled, and it always it always went with me, bro. Mm-hmm. I, it it always stuck with me while I was at Morgan. After Morgan, when I got with Puff in 2013, when I got with DTLR Radio in 2013, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother family. And and where I'm at now, like it, it, man, it's morals. Like you said, more it's whatever's instilled in you. Like mm-hmm. you are, you have everything you need. You know, it's one of my favorite books, yo. The Alchemist, Paulo Coelho. Paulo Coelho, bro. The Alchemist. It's a night. It's a soft cover, and it's an easy read. You literally mm-hmm. can read it on an easy breezy Sunday morning before before um, football starts for the day. Yeah. Like you could get up seven eight a.m. Turn the pages. It's a page turn a page. It's an easy read, and the story of Santiago, bro. Where he and I make and I, I, I'm, I'm gonna make sense with it. Watch this. <laughs> The fact now I know because I'm working on that with myself is going around the block, but making sure that it makes all the makes way sense. For, <laughs> right, right. No, I, you got to work on yourself. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure, and that's day. what I'm doing. Right. So, so uh, oh Santiago, mm-hmm. bro. The story of Santiago, yo, bro. He he went. The, the the premise of the whole book and the story. The fact is, he he t- he did a life's travel. Basically, he took. A long part, and mind you, time you can never get back. You already know that. Mm-hmm. So he spent a lot of time. He invested a lot of time and energy and physical walking and walking because we're talking back back in the day, back in the day, like yeah. camel camels and all of that. That that's the kind of setting of that. So he's walking and then hitching hitching wagon rides when he could or horse rides when he could and all of that. Mm-hmm. Bro, bro, guess he was in search for these jewels and these valuable um things that that I forgot who exactly told them but the point is somebody told them you know if you go if you just keep following the north star or something like the compass and follow the sun that way with thousands of miles and 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 you'll run into the jewel something like that bro santiago was so ambitious yes he was ambitious so that's a good trait to have but he was ambitious without direction and that's yeah. a that that's a real thing, bro. Is that if you're ambitious with with the direction, you're gonna be willing to be be energetic for any and everything, and, yeah. and moving for and, and you can't do that. 
because then you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna exhaust yourself and spread yeah. yourself too thin. But anyway, Santiago, bro, he traveled, traveled. He had so many different stops, like with a wizard and with a psychic that told him his future and mm-hmm. and this 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 um library yeah, and that. But no, bro, it's it, bro. The alchemist, Paulo Coelho, bro. Here goes what happened. He traveled, traveled, traveled. When he got to the destination, guess what, homeboy realized. The jewels, the jewels was within him the whole time. He possessed everything he needed. And by the way that he got to the place where they said there was jewels, meaning all that he had to go through throughout the journey and the process, Mm -hmm. it proved that this young man had Mm -hmm. all the tools and all the jewels necessary to do all he needs to do in the world for himself Mm -hmm. and his loved ones and the but instead, he was motivated by, which we all are weak sometimes with flesh, where we get motivated by the instinct and the, oh, you telling me? Oh, yeah, I could go do that. And not even realize that once you got there, mission accomplished is that what you felt, what, what the art of discovery is there is that you possessed it at the whole time. Yeah. You just got to push yourself. That's it. Mm-hmm. Easy. Oh, it's, that's it's, it. Especially in the industry where everything is uh, independent almost. You know what I yeah, mean? You almost have to. You almost yeah. have. Yeah, you almost have to schedule everything yourself. You have. That's that's what a lot of people don't get. Is like, yeah, they see the money and the glamour, but these dudes get up at like three in the morning, four in the morning to prep shit up, just to you know what I mean. Keep other people entertained, or you know what I mean. Do the things that need to be done. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of being disciplined. So, like you said, as long as you are not comfortable, because. Right. For me, I have this saying where you want to party with a beer or do you want to party in a yacht with folks that you can actually build your dreams with? Right. You but ain't nothing, bro, ain't nothing better than the process, bro. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you that. Right? And at least for me, I don't know about other people's storyline and what deck of cards they, right. but for me, for me, I don't ever want to reach the level of success that makes me forget the process. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't ever want to want to reach the level of that. I gotta, I gotta write, I gotta write that down because And then I always say, you know, I always say, a person's advice will only take you as far as it took them. Right. Careful who you listen to; they could be buddy buddy with you, but they can be giving you off the wrong the whole time. You know what I mean? Right. Right. You have to be self aware, and then you also have to be persistent, but to a point where you're not annoying. Right. You know what I mean? You have to be persistent with it, and not just. Keep your eye on the ball, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people, because I found out that a person's uh, attention span is like they, they fall in love with something for only about four or five months and then they kind of give up. But, and you know what it is? Because they don't, and here go the science to that, my brother, is that the, what we all have to do, no matter the product or the mm-hmm. task at hand or deliverables or whatever we're trying to pursue, bro, what doesn't change is the fact that we all need maintenance on a constant basis, whatever it looks like. Meaning for you, it could be every couple of months. And that, and that, and that's a good pace, right? For me, it could be, yo, every other week I got to be. And that means that I got to work on trying to get it a little better and better. But bro, the, 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 what, what's constant and what I'm, what I'm saying is that, bro, it's literally up to you, like up to us every time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm telling you. You, have, you promote yourself in any way, no matter what. You, you got to push yourself. 
yeah, you have to promote yourself. Like, like you said, like when you said the Renaissance man thing, you know what I mean? Try different avenues because you never know what you might end up with. You know what I mean? And right. it could be the most blessing things of all. And you right. didn't even realize that you had that skill until you actually put forth your foot. That's it. So, you know, and but have morals and integrity. That's it. You, you know? got to carry that with you because that's the only way that we're going to last as a people. And I'm telling you, like, this, this, COVID, this COVID and quarantine and just this, what this year has shown and, and really pulled out of people and put in people and whatnot is really a time. And I know just for me alone, I've looked at, like, having to sit down since March and uh, constantly for, what, 90 days? I think everything was really on lockdown, lockdown for, like, 90 days or something. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. was like, yo. And I'm telling you is the fact that it really it really separated the sheep from the wolves, man. Yeah. I, I see it. I feel it. And well, whenever this thing gets back to, and it's already starting. I mean, they they're talking about a second wave might come after the election or something. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I can't keep up. It's just what. So I, what I realize is the world is going to be forever changing, right? And America is going to be forever changing and just mm-hmm. moving from left to right. To right. it's just a whirlwind. What has to stay constant, yo, is the is 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 us and 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 being centered being mm-hmm. centered and balanced in whatever it is that we're doing so that that's why like for real since quarantine this really has shown who's who does like this this year is the survival of the fittest bro yeah. in, in a nutshell in a nutshell this year is if, if there had to be a picture or or you had to illustrate what survival of the fittest would look like? It's twenty twenty, bro. Twenty twenty, exactly. It's who it's who really wants it, and who and what I was saying from last year when when we were all realizing that oh shoot, next year is twenty twenty. Uh-huh. That's a big year. That's a dope year. That sound like it's going. I was always saying I didn't know that there was going to be a pandemic and a whole you know movement, Black Lives Matter movement, and mm-hmm. all the everything mm-hmm. going on. All I know is the fact that I knew that yo. 2020 because i'm a i'm a um mnemonic device person you, you know uh, a person that, yeah okay. like i i like to that basically i gotta apply something to something yep. for me to remember mm-hmm. it a lot of the time mm-hmm. so, so or i gotta have like a pattern so the I point know. is i in 2019 i was like oh 2020 I like, oh, wait vision 2020 vision and i was hashtagging that for a while before i saw I'm not saying I started it. I'm not. I'm not one of them guys. So let me make this clear. <laughs> I'm just saying that in my world of things, meaning my timeline mm-hmm. and my social um, world of things, I was never seeing that until I did it. Then it started becoming a thing of 2020. But in my world, I don't know about anybody else's world. Yeah, you know, my yeah. world. So I just mm-hmm. so I was like, yo, 2020 vision. 2020. I was like, yo, everything's gonna be clear. Everything's gonna be clear. Guess what? Bro, Oops. 2020 has cleared. I know it's unfortunate because there's lives being lost and, and it's a whole pandemic and people are losing, I've lost their jobs and it's, it's been a, but this, this like, like my man, the weekend album is called, one of his albums, there's beauty in the madness. Mm-hmm. There is beauty in the madness and it's all up to us, just like mm-hmm. good old Santiago in, in Alchemist, it's up to us to find it within us, discover yeah. it. We all had, like Jay-Z has said in multiple interviews, yo, yo, we, I, I feel like we all possess genius level talent. We just got to tap in it. Yep. We just got to tap into it. That's yep. it. We all, see, what we got to stop trying to waste time doing, mm-hmm. a lot of times there's a lot of people that aren't, they don't know what theirs is yet. They don't even know if they possess one. So they just try to cling on to the, uh, this, this trendy thing or this person or this, this celebrity trying to be like the Kardashians mm-hmm. or Rihanna or Beyonce. Right, right. Yo, no, no, no. They are one of ones. And that's 
why don't you become a moniker? And even if it makes you only have a hundred people that really love and, and build on that, it'll grow. Cause it's only, Oh, you remember, you're not going to be for everybody and you shouldn't want to be for everybody. You should want to be for a selected um, 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 people that you guys think alike. Y'all can mess up. That's why the world is so beautiful is because it's made up of, of 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 different interests. Imagine if we all like the same things and wanted the same things. Where are we gonna grow and learn from? I love man. this art, man. The pursuit, man. The, yeah, and just being out there and just exploring, and instead of sitting in one, it's like Jay Z said, "I'd rather be enormous than live dormant." I'd rather die enormous than live dormant. Yep. You, you know what I mean? So it's, it's a whole another. Oh, like what did he say? Another one that he said, um, "What you don't know will make your home a permanent urn." That's true. Bro, yeah. I, I, when I first heard that bar at 12, I was like, what the fuck does he mean? Yeah. And I asked my brother. I was like, yo, what does he mean by that? Because I have two older brothers. He was like, means if you don't study and get your ass to school and get an education and learn the world and learn how it works with people, you're always going to be stuck in one spot and never be able to expand. Right. I'm like, whoa. Okay. Sounds yeah. good to me. Right. Sounds good to me. and and. Then, I think of that same, that very same day, actually, I didn't want to go to school. And then my brother actually drags me, takes me to Walmart. He was like, all right, I want you to steal that video game right there. He's like, what? Like, I want you to steal it. Like, Am I going to steal that? He was like, exactly. Go to school. Or else you're going to end up stealing shit from from Doing, the- yeah, doing little booze. Who, who's ever, who was ever created to do that? To do, you know what I mean? To mm-hmm. actually. That that's what their superpower is in the world is to steal from something. I, that's all taught behavior. That's learned. Yeah. They saw it. They saw somebody do it. They watched it on on, on TV or or heard it. Or, I don't yeah. know. Like everything is learned. You can. That's why you know parenting is probably the best job God ever created because like you have the ability to shape somebody's whole mm-hmm. life, like how they're gonna be for the rest of their life. That mm-hmm. is monumental. That is heroic. That's why yeah. my mom. It's so special to me, and, and thank God she survived COVID because she caught it back in March. Um, and she was yeah, she was down for about two weeks, and she was she was she was close. I tell you, I tell you the truth, bro. She was close, and then once she got better, and and, and then I was I, my juices started to flow, my creative juice, and that's when I created all these all these all these things I got going on right now. So yeah. Speaking of one of the things you have going on, you also have your own radio show, the Flex Rated Show. Yeah, Flex Rated Radio Show, which broadcasts on DTLR Radio, mm-hmm. Monday through Saturday, uh, 1 to 4 p.m. Eastern. That's my family. Been with them since um, 2013 yeah. as as well. Uh, they, 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 they've embraced me and they've given me a platform to really hone into to, to who I am at this mm-hmm. point as an entertainer, as a personality. So I, I always got got love for my DTLR family. Um, what, what was that feeling like when you heard that you were like, I'm going to get my own show, I'm going to be my own host? What was that? Bro, to that be honest, I, like? I, I, not to say I wasn't, let me, let me go, let, to answer that, let me say that starting Flex Rated TV back at Morgan in 2010, where on my YouTube channel, like that's when YouTube, YouTube was out since 2005, I believe. And, mm-hmm. but, but, but I wasn't seeing any content from a, people running up to be like kind of like hits from the streets on bt right you yeah, remember him yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. day mm-hmm. like th- that 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 style of hosting or entertaining if you will 
the where it was raw and it was it wasn't really scripted and it was just kind of yo this dude is just mad funny on his own or he's mad entertaining on his own i was like damn that's a, i'm gonna do that one day boom this is while i was at morgan i had that kind of inspiration i was like yeah, I'm, a, yeah, I'm gonna do that lo and behold started my own my own joint and then before you know it it got me booked someone and it, it created a platform for my brand for real and yeah. and and at this point yeah detail when i heard i got detail on radio i, I was like yo the, yeah it makes sense like I, ain't gonna, I, was, I was no i was grateful i'm a grateful kid man but, but yeah. my thing but like this is this is exactly what i was what i've been doing it for why i did flex rated tv why the, it, it's to springboard me for the next play so this must be the next play that god has put in for before me so yeah. thank you god i appreciate it but yeah let's, let's get it and well, like i said because i don't get excited or like uh oh my god yo I say, I look at blessings as like, that's why I consider consideration a real big thing. If somebody okay. calls your phone, if mm-hmm. somebody calls your phone to throw you a play, that's a very big blessing, bro. That somebody thought of you in mm-hmm. their day, mm-hmm. in their day, what they got to do for themselves and their loved ones and their fa- and they And they went ahead and, oh, let me call because I, they would be perfect for some people are envious and they don't want to throw that bone because yep. it's something that they think would dim their light. But only if people realize that my light ain't contingent on what you do or don't do. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna shine. What you eat don't make me shit. Exactly. Another whole bar. Another yep. whole bar. Yeah. But you eat, and that's a hundred percent. What you eat truly <laughs> doesn't make me <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. So. How can it? How can it? I only digest what I eat. What mm-hmm. I eat. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, and there's so, also... So. Go ahead, sorry. No, no, please, go. Uh, so there's also that... Uh, when oh, Going back to Hove, Hove said that there's also... You mentioned envious. There's also that, that projection of, you can't do that. You can't... You won't be able to do that. No, you can't do that. So you're trying to project that on me. That but I you, know what's cra- you know what's crazy, though? Nobody has ever told me that. Meaning, let me tell you, that, like, or at least in my memory... Here goes another thing. I knew, I've known who I was at a very young age, very young. Like, and my family confirms it because, especially my mom, of course, because she's like, yo, at three, four, five, six years old, whenever we had like family functions, like birthday parties or yeah, this, that, yeah. and the third at the holidays, excuse me, pardon. I would be the entertainer, like walking around and, oh, who needs this? I'm bringing people drinks. And yeah. at three, four years old, five, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just from a, I was always a busybody, if you will. That's what they mm-hmm. like moving around and just a busybody. So my, I, I don't be like, I, this has been my path in church growing up as a teen. And, and as he, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in all the, the church plays for Easter Sunday, for, <laughs> for, for Christmas. That's me. I'm the guy bringing the laugh that, or, or the, the, the funny way if you were at the joint at the so I, that's why I say that anything that's been coming my way as I as I've been an adult adult is not shocking it's literally that I'm I'm continuing you know what I'm doing I'm continuing to walk into my purpose and I'm not getting distracted or alleviated from the plan mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. deviated from I can't be deviated because and, and there's been times in my career in my professional career I've tried to not to say deviate but like right. Or t- sprinkle something else into my into my pot mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. of of how I flow and how I move and how and guess what it just ain't work yeah. it ain't it ain't feel right it ain't resonate right mm-hmm. with my peoples and with the public and, and I felt it and I knew that and I knew that yep the perfect that I at least tried and early in my career so that 
I know that I can't deviate from my plan because mm-hmm. that's that's only thing that works for me. Because anything outside of that is not organic and it's not going to resonate. Yeah, I've read somewhere that when you were a kid, you used to talk so much that you used to be, end up at the principal's office often. And, uh, uh, and who, who me? Yeah. Oh, where you read that? Uh, somewhere I forgot where I read it. It was like an article I was reading, and it said like you were like super talkative, and then like. Oh yeah, yeah, yo. And I, I look at that as that that was a part of my my um release, meaning exactly. Like, so, mm-hmm. Some people play basketball, some people write music, some people um um do 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 cosmetology, some people do culinary arts. So like everybody has their flavor. My flavor, my release was people, and it's always been people. Like it's literally always been me and people when it comes to w- what my existence means and and is is about. So that's why in in school, my report cards would always be like a C plus, B minus ish, couple A's here and there. But I wasn't the straight A student, and I was cool with that. But I'm doing better than average, so exactly. so my mom ain't gonna give me no trip at the crib. Mm-hmm. So cool, but but if I could do all of that good, like decent grades, and still have fun with my with my friends in the class and make sure everybody's like, that's what I was always about. So I was the report cards would say B plus. And then in the comments, it would say, a good student gets work done, but talkative or talkative. but mm-hmm. but interrupts class or but that. So my mom always knew that once God showed me a way to curtail my, my, my gift and channel it the right way. Because sometimes we have the abilities, but we just ain't channel it. Like I said, mm-hmm. ambition without direct, without, exactly. without, you know, without direction is, is pointless. Like to have that kind of ambition. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, hey, that that led you to a lot of bigger things in life. So, take mm-hmm. it how you want it. That principal's probably like, man, I guess he's working. So, yeah, worked yeah. out in his benefit. So, I mean, sometimes it's just energy. You son, you don't even know you have it until you, you get older. You know, right. you, which is insane because, right. like, for me, I didn't realize I was a uh, I was an actor until I actually like, because uh, I was do I would I would do like little character roles like in Italian because I used to speak Italian and I used oh, to and, and and so because that's when you in Albania when you watch TV that's the language that they put on you watch Italian movies or American movies with Italian you know what I mean all of that yeah, that's fire so you know what I mean and so I would do like all of them in Italian and my mom was like you should definitely try some acting and stuff like that but I didn't really pay attention to it until I got to high school right. and I was like okay and, I, and my favorite movie is The Godfather mm-hmm. so Mm-hmm. And I could do, and I could do Don Corleone's voice. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna. And then the teacher was like, you should do that. I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. And I'm gonna challenge myself to do Al Pacino in Center of a Woman. I'm gonna play a blind man. Wow. Like, oh, okay, so uh, and that's the, but that's what you mentioned is the what's instilled in you, venturing out and not being afraid. But um, any other hobbies you have outside of uh, the entertainment business that you like to do? Ah, oh, hobbies. Uh, I used to bowl with my with my guys a lot. Um, we used to do like once a week. We used to bowl, and that used to be like our therapy and have fun. So that that's I like to bowl. I haven't in a minute, but um, bowling. Um, hobbies. Yo, I I really I really just I like the culture, man. So my hobbies is I I I, I watch a lot of like interviews and conversations and 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 documentaries so that that's like i really get a lot out of i even rewatch movies and things to just look at it from a different scope or give it a different um lens 
So I'm really so engulfed into my craft because I feel like I am my craft. So there is no hobby. Like, there there are hobbies. But I like to travel. Let me say that. I like to travel. Like, big time. <laughs> like, you know, that, that, if that counts. But I can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't put down my work because I feel like I am my work. I am my work. So... It, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Like even when I do want to do a hobby, I still find either myself doing some type of work in my brain, or or somebody coming to me to say, "Yo, Flex, yo, I got this That's idea. Yo, let me tell you." And it, then there, and then the, the switch just goes on, and I, I turn into to the mode of that of that right there. And I see not a lot of this. That's a very rare rare. Uh rare thing to have like choosing your work as a hobby and having it like be fun and that's a very rare thing to have yeah not not everybody has it like a lot of people just like oh i like to go swimming or i like to go no i like to i like my work so i treat it as a hobby yeah hobbies man like Mm -hmm. i I, I like to i do i do fantasy football my teams are number one in two leagues i'm in two (laughs) leagues and yeah 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 my 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 squads is killing (laughs) but um (laughs) i mean yeah i have fun with that because i have fun because it's it's bigger than the pot that that that, that's going on in there like what it is is for me is i have something constant to keep me sharp as far as reading and oh reading up on this player for what he's doing this week or what mm-hmm. boom 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 or and then going on the wave or why it's just that and, and that applies to like anything in life when it comes to trying to grow and evolve mm-hmm. is that you have to keep things sharp you have to keep yourself sharp so dude and while this co- while this quarantine's been going on and so like I didn't fall into like and 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 this is no judgment to anybody that because we know that this year has brought uh, just a whirlwind and craziness of course, where you yeah. you are you yeah. are allowed you are allowed to feel whatever you want to feel you are allowed mm-hmm. to to eat whatever you want to eat and 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 gain weight and all of that stuff and that's why yo if that's your happy you for me I looked at the fact what how it impacted me was yo this is a good downtime like, when have I ever had these this amount of months straight to really sit down and mm-hmm. lock and load. So I am not going to take this time for granted. I am going to rebrand. I am going to start a, a platform. I am going to, oh, shoot, it's the 10-year anniversary of when I did Flex Rated. Let me frame that up and make that make sense mm. and, 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 and do a celebration tour pretty much, getting a bunch of people to come on and, and we talk and chop it up. So my pivot, it, it hit immediately as soon as my mom got better back in march oh i was on by april i started to test out some stuff by may some stuff started to click and then by june 1st specific chocolate city story was created and i i ain't looked back since and 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 it's on a whole nother what i couldn't even imagine like these people nobody has seen me physically for real, for real, in DC or whatever. It, like I was out a couple times. Um, for family was in town, so I mm-hmm, went there. Mm-hmm. But as far as on the scene, on the scene, I ain't been on the scene since February, March, since top of the year. And I say that to say, but the value has went up. Why? Because of not out of sight, out of mind here, but out of sight, but yet still in front of them with fresh content, fresh, fresh energy, fresh blah 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 blah. I look at that, bro, as value. And, and and it's resonating, and I'm just so appreciative for real. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful. I mean, learn new skills every single day because right. you never know. Because we might not even get the vaccine another year and a half. Yeah, I see, and that's the thing, fam. I am not waiting or whatever nope. for what 
for whatever America is doing behind mm-hmm. closed doors, behind the shit. I, I, I can't, my mind can't, I, I just put it up again today because I always need a constant reminder of the, the serenity prayer, serenity prayer, excuse me. Mm-hmm. God grant me the serenity to give, like the wisdom to know the difference of the things I can't change. Like meaning if I can't change certain things, I'll be aware, I'll be mindful and I'll do my part. But at the same time, we got to try to leave. We, all we have is time. Yo, time is moving. Mm-hmm. Time don't stop. So we have to maximize our time by making every, every, every interaction impactful. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Make everything make sense. Make it, make it last longer than just, oh, hey, what's up? Oh, boom, boom, boom. We have, this is really a time to band together and collective and like-minded people to really come and say, how can I, how can, that's why, yo, remember, me and you have never met. Yeah. Let's make this clear. Fact. But, but this is a beautiful, this is a beautiful example of mm-hmm. where it's a, it's a trust thing as well as it's a look how the world works type of thing. Yep. Meaning, I saw that you had my guy Fred, right? And you told me that you, right? So you had Fred and, and you reached out to me. Yep. So I looked up your stuff and you had somebody that I, that I, that, that's my big homie. And I said, mm-hmm. oh, so this is a good place to be. Right. So, so you're doing, you're doing something very much right. And, 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 and you should keep doing what you're doing, man, because mm-hmm. we need more of this. We need more of just positive energies being circulated. And yeah, they, yeah. These podcasts are doing it. I try to keep the podcast less political, more, let me, in, let me get in tune with you. You know what I mean? Right. Your character, who you are. And I, I, I want to interview people behind the scenes, the people that make things move, that make things mm-hmm. happen. You know what I mean? Right. You guys are the real shakers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to interview like a Beyonce or Jay-Z. I don't want to interview them because they already got their, you know what I mean? I, I already know their full story. Everybody knows their full story. I want to interview the people that get those Get, that gets Jay-Z and Beyonce going, that keeps I them. like that. I like that. But you can't front, brother. Don't even front. If Jay-Z and Beyonce want to Oh, no. No, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going to front. I'm not going to front. Of course. Of course. Like, if they were to be like, oh, yeah, dope. Because it's... it's no, yeah, you that, that'll be a blessing that you would be willing to... That you would turn away not realizing that that was for you, my brother. That was yeah, for you. You know? That, ble- so that blessing was all for you. That, if I turn that down, I would... Man, people would be like, what the... F- but, you know, that's, that's another thing that I want to bring up is in this country, Johnny Depp said that America is celebrity hooked. They love celebrities. Yeah, yeah, America, yeah. Because you see, you see, how, and that's where the, the, the third world countries and whatever, that's where they get the mentality from. You know, like, bro, in Jamaica, it's still, they're, they're, they still get heavily influenced by the American culture and mm-hmm. especially the hip hop American culture. Mm-hmm. So. It's a whole movement and a way of life that that really people are living in these ways. And it's just, it's interesting to see that, yo, just create your own identity and be, and then watch how you'll matter to the right people. And now you'll be able to, you remember, if you can't be used, you're useless, bro. I love being used. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because that means that, that I mean something to, Mm -hmm. to, to, to. To keeping the needle moving, you understand? You're valuable so, to the brand, right? Right. So, Long term yeah. asset, not a short term yep. liability. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I mean? You wanna you wanna go for the future for the ten years from now. That's what you want to be looking at. I'm right? playing for the long game, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like what's like uh, James Scoo said. I look at the Brinks truck. I don't look at just the bag. I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff out there for you that you can get, and you want to be comfortable with it. So uh, now. Towards the end of the podcast, I do these 10 rapid questions that I got from James Lipton, who hosted okay. uh, 
inside the Active Studios. Uh, really just like rapid 10 questions. The first question is, what is your favorite word? My favorite word? Mm-hmm. Massive. <laughs> what is your least favorite word? Hate. What turns you on in life? Endless possibility. What turns you off in life? Haters. What sound or noise do you love? The wind blowing against the trees. What sound or noise do you hate? Interestingly enough, yo, ocean, the ocean crashing against the, 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 the beach, I think. Like the Really? I don't yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think I like when the water is calm. Like that crashing sound, it kinda it makes me get mad that you're such a beautiful beach, such a such a beautiful sand, such a beautiful environment. It's so aggressive, goes, and, and here, right, and here goes this sound, and this, and and it gets so those waves of. I'm like, ah, nah, nah. So yeah, that's, <laughs> I, I hate that. What is your favorite curse word? Shit. I think so. I think so. It just came natural. So I guess it's shit. From, <laughs> uh, that's from uh, The Wire. Yeah, shit. Um, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Well, in my past life, I was a law and order SVU agent. Hmm. Um, I was a A&R at a record label. And I, what else was that? It was a couple of things. Nah, but um, in real life, what would I want to attempt? Outside of my profession, mm-hmm. yo, oh, that's a great question. Um, what profession other than my own? That's a great. That throws me yo, off. Like, that's wait, a wait, 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 what? What is another profession? Because I, because I swear I can't see my like in my membrane. I can't even see anything other that's than what I'm at. Mm-hmm. But, but for the for the for the essence of this of this game which i love um because it's making me really peel back the lid what profession would i want to try out or do besides hosting and entertaining and being a personality you know oh you know what i would want to be a um oh my god is it forensics what i say like yeah like like svu yeah like to be honest i think like dexter like Dexter, you know what I'm saying? I like that. I like discovering, okay. discovering stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> or astronaut, to be honest, all jokes aside. Like, if they pay me, if they saying, hey, we got such and such amount of money, but, and we're gonna, but we're going to send you to the moon and all that, yeah. yeah. Down for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. What profession would you not like to do? A stripper. Stripper. <laughs> If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? There goes my nigga. No. (laughs) Nah. um, Job well done, my son. Job well done. That's all I want to hear. Any last words you'd like to give to the people? Any shout outs? And where can they follow you on the social? (laughs) Go follow me on social at King Flexa, K-I-N-G-F-L-E-X-A. Um... Uh, what I want to say to everybody, for real, is there's a reason why you're listening to this. There's a reason why you're listening to this young man, and you gotta you gotta continue to support him. Like that's the only way that it that it's gonna grow. That's the only way that it's gonna. It already means something because it means something to him. But 
for it to resonate with you guys that are hearing his voice and my voice right now, y'all have to go push it. Y'all have to re reshare it. Y'all have to send it in y'all group texts. Just yo, check this out. It's my boy. Because the same way we all be supporting these these big time brands and big time celeb and uh, and that whole energy of things that we quick to repost. See Aaron Russell, Russell Wilson with the baby, mm -hmm. and the, oh my God, goals, goals. Mm -hmm. Nah, bro. One thing my girl always instilled in me and her that that really stands out for me and her relation relationship is that yo, we our own goals for real. Like nothing, nobody else's union influences us to want to be like that. Of course, there's beautiful unions that we that course, we got. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like friends and family that are married or, or and. and we're like, oh, that's beautiful, but we never try to imitate or try. We have our own way of laughing and joking, and we get it. Like as long as you get it with your partner, yo, it's a yeah. beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. So I just say that to say that's why we gotta support our own, like you, like we gotta support that. So that, that's what I want to use the, a lot of time that you you was gracious to give me to to say something um to everybody to end it up is that I want my last words to be support what you're doing, in and out, through and through. Cause that's the only way, community. Yo, one love. All right, guys, you heard it here, Intuitive Mind Podcast, episode forty-one. I'm your host, Marin, and this was King Flexa. Deuce. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs>